Fentanyl. It could be hiding anywhere, including in your house, including in your medicine cabinet, or maybe at a friend's house where you're hanging out, playing games, and you get offered a pill. Don't take chances. If a drug didn't come from a pharmacy directly to you, you can find fentanyl by using a simple strip you can pick up at your local pharmacy. Don't take it until you test it, because fentanyl can be hiding anywhere. Brought to you by the Georgia Department of Behavioral Health and Mental Disabilities. At Kroger, shopping with pickup and delivery is the same as shopping in-store. Same low prices, deals, and rewards on the same high-quality items. It's one small click for groceries, one big win for busy families everywhere. Start your cart today at Kroger.com. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Restrictions apply. See site for details. Save big on your favorites with the buy five or more, save a dollar each sale. Simply buy five or more participating items and save a dollar each with your card. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Warning, wake up sleepers, wake up woke generation. This is a fact check. Everything you're about to hear are facts, truths, and no exceptions. Everything you know, everything that you've been taught will be swept away. This is what they don't want you to know. Welcome to Don't Want You to Know. I've got some interesting guests today. We are three regular people coming at you live from the backseat of America, ready to talk the issues, to jab it out, and to have a lot of fun with you. I'm going to introduce my guest today, as you know, Nomad Dad here, to my, what is that, right, left, I don't know, who knows, but Nomad Dad, you all know him, you've all seen him. Today we're going to catch up with Nomad Dad. Nomad Dad, how are you? I'm doing great. I'm great. I'm uh, in Montana right now. You know, I travel a lot, but um, I've actually been uh, home for two and a half weeks after being gone for two and a half months. Wow. We're going to have to hear all about that. And we're going to get to issues like, you know, what's happening with your African queen over there. And we want to hear about the airplane, but introducing uh, yeah. David Edward Garber. Uh, hello, David. Welcome. He's right below us. How are you? Hang in there. Yeah, tell us a little bit about you and what you're thinking these days and introduce yourself to the audience. Yeah, well, I was born and raised in Virginia around the DC, our nation's capital. I came here to Utah in 1993 <laughs> to go to school. Loved it so much. I spent most of my adult life here. I was hoping to teach physics at college. I had a lot of trouble with depression, anxiety. So it uh, kind of got me sidetracked. Right now, I'm working for a crowdfunding agency at home, and that's, uh, that's going all right. Um, but looking for a second job to help pay the bills, especially with inflation rising. And yeah, and my passions are religion, family, and politics. So I just spend a lot of time when I'm not working, working on those things, preaching online. And just, uh, in fact, I'm actually preparing for, I'm exploring a city council run this year. So I, I don't know oh, how wow. we'll, we'll, we'll city councilman. We're going to get one of the good guys in there, right? Instead of I, I like so. politicians that are out there to sign away their name and blood and become part of the Gadianton robber conspiracy. Oh, yeah. <laughs> but those issues sound fantastic. Uh, you know, yeah. uh, family, religion, politics. What else can we fight about, right? <laughs> All right, let's get down to it. Hey, let's start out with the show with Nomad Dad. We want a little update. Nomad Dad, what's happening with you and the African Queen? Tell us all about what's going on. There. Okay, so yeah, we just barely mentioned that I that I 
last time that I'd met this woman who's uh, from Ghana and um, born in London, raised in Ghana, and lives in New York City. A good friend. We've we're continuing to be friends, which is, is nice. And she says that she's actual granddaughter of a king in uh, Ghana. I don't know uh, how that all works over there. And so that's what we call her African queen. We Last time we mentioned African princess, I told her about it and she's, oh no, no she's an adult. Uh, she's a, she is a African queen. Uh, so <laughs> I, I was out there and spent some time visiting with her and other family members, actually her and some of her family members, but I was mostly there visiting my grandson and daughter. Um, things are good. It's, uh, it's interesting to uh, have someone whose life was absolutely nothing like mine in, in, uh, in my life. I've, I've never experienced that. I've had friends from all walks of life, but uh, there's basically or almost nothing um, in our lives that actually overlap other than the fact that we bumped into each other and met each other. Uh, so it's, it's a completely different, uh, whatever, it's a, it's a different situation. You met, met your, uh, each other there in, uh, in church in New York, right? Uh, yeah, we met at, we met at church. Uh, she came in and sat down in front of me, and I uh, you know, felt like I should uh, talk to her and introduce myself to her. She's less than half my age. She's younger than my youngest daughter. But, uh, and actually, I'm older than her father. But we, uh, we just kind of hit it off and felt a, a connection right from the beginning. And, uh, you know, it's, uh, it's worked out to, to, be, to, to try to be friends. Well, I, I don't know. I, I, don't, I hate to, to say predictions, but I hear wedding bells sometime at the end of next year. <laughs> well, <laughs> I, don't, I don't know about that. I don't know about that. But, uh, well, we never uh, know. <laughs> it's very interesting to uh, be friends with someone like this. I, uh, she's a uh, very interesting published author. She was on track to be on the Ghana Olympic team as a you know, 100 meter and 200 meter, but um, she has epilepsy and that got in the way. Uh, you know, she had an epileptic seizure in the middle of a race and that ended her track career. Um, you know, she's, she's done lots of stuff. She's got a son and we're just one of those people who does stuff as opposed to sitting around and, and complaining. Yeah, I hear you. Well, that's thanks for the update. And we're going to have to talk about your plane and how uh, how that's going along. But I just wanted to have David, uh, give David a chance also. David, why don't you tell us a little bit of what's happening in your life before we begin to the nitty gritty, the meat and potatoes, like I like to say. <laughs> well, uh, not as much as I like. I don't know. Things are kind of boring these days for me. Uh, but uh, that, that's all right. It could be worse, you know. At least we don't have like meteorites falling from the sky and armies invading uh, yet. It's coming. <laughs> yeah, it's coming. <laughs> Seems like it, yeah. Options are a beautiful thing. That's why I'm obsessed with my McDonald's order. It's ever changing, but always me. And right now, it's only $3.49. So I can pair a tasty double cheeseburger, a delicious six piece chicken McNuggets, or golden crispy small fries for just $3.49. My order might change depending on my mood, but that feel-good taste of Mickey D's is always the same. Ba-da-ba-ba-ba. 
Prices and participation may vary. Cannot be combined with any other offer or combo meal. Single item at regular price. At Kroger, shopping with pickup and delivery is the same as shopping in-store. Same low prices, deals, and rewards on the same high-quality items. It's one small click for groceries, one big win for busy families everywhere. Start your cart today at Kroger.com. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Restrictions apply. See site for details. Save big on your favorites with the buy five or more, save a dollar each sale. Simply buy five or more participating items and save a dollar each with your card. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Mow, dig, haul, lift. The versatile Kubota BX Series subcompact tractor does it all. Switching attachments is simple, and a smooth hydrostatic transmission makes for easy operation. The Kubota BX Series, the number one selling subcompact tractor in the U.S. for over 10 years. Talk to your local Kubota dealer today to schedule a demo. Go to KubotaUSA.com for full disclaimer. Mason Tractor Co. Four convenient Kubota locations. On the web at MasonTractor.com. Yeah, yeah, no, I, I, I totally um, concur with what you were talking about, the pressure and this kind of thing, even though I'm not technically depressed, but my goodness, the state of the world is very depressing. And I find myself just battling literally these demons from hell coming up out of the woodwork in the middle of the day. And so it's like, man, these guys don't hold themselves to the darkness anymore, like you see my background here, but it is constant day, night, I think they're coming out because of this these things that are happening in the light of day now. I don't know what you guys have to say about it, but I want to talk first about this particular topic about the the Grammys. Can you believe it? I mean, these guys are so bold. Like, it was the Grammys, right? That show? Yeah. Was it the Grammys? This guy, these and and and, and what was crazy is one of them was a former uh, a, mu- a musician was present, but a former LDS big-time musician, I think he was from, from Utah, from Salt Lake, and he was there at the Grammys celebrating this thing, which was crazy to me. But this is what's happening in the world. And I, I, I talked about this several years ago when I was on tour uh, with my book there in Utah and other places. I said, you know, these guys are coming after us. He's coming after religion, etc., and pretty soon they're going to have us worshiping the devil, well, that's what they do. You know, my big thing was right before this celebration started, this dark celebration, the reporter, one of the guys, one of the anchormen, said to the guy, said to the main guy that performing this devil ritual, said to him, um, you know, this is going to be something special. Yes, we're ready to worship. Ready to worship? My goodness. This is... In the middle of the uh, of the United States of America, we're having a seance here. Yeah. We're having a, 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 a witchcraft ritual, and this is what we're celebrating today. My goodness sake. They get pretty blatant about it sometimes. I remember that video a few years ago, with, uh, in the last few years with Little Nas X, where uh, he was, it was like, you know, he's in the Garden of Eden, and he, you know, ended up like being with Satan and getting coronated or something. I, I don't remember the details, but it's like, wow, you know, that, that was pretty blatant. I, I think Nicki Minaj also had something of 2012 that was pretty blatant too, kind of Satanistic at the Grammys. And I remember seeing a video about that too. And it's just like, yeah, it's, it's, it's sad. I mean, uh, I mean, this goes on among some people that are not always that blatant about it. And uh, it's just something that we need to be concerned about. And, you know, I uh, try to remember them in my prayers and make sure that, uh, you know, I, I can't really do much for him directly, but uh, I just try to, you know, leave it in God's hands, do what I can, 
I was just going to say it's it's just so so clear that the you know the lines are are being are drawn. You know, where there's no there's no middle ground anymore. Where uh, it's just you're you're one way or you're the other way, and and that's basically all there is left. It you can't kind of coast in the middle anymore. Yeah, but for a news anchorman, this is crazy to me because this is TV of America, and a news anchorman is saying to the guy as if they know what's going on, which they do, we're ready to worship. My goodness. This is now the Devil's Church live on national TV, and the guy is ready to worship with all the other anchormen, with all the rest of us Americans. I mean, did this not just happen in the capital of the United States just a couple of years ago and when they the, the big inauguration of the, of the crook, you know, the, the anti-president yeah. came in? I mean, they have a seance right there, and they're praying to the Satan, you know, praying to Lucifer. And here we are a couple of years later, and they're having these black celebrations on TV for entertainment for all of us. My goodness. Yeah, it, it's, it's absolutely crazy. And then then at the Grammys, everybody gave them a standing ovation when, when they're done with their, the show. Yeah. I mean, it was, it's ridiculous and scary, actually scary. It is scary, and, and, and they're blatant with the numbers, too. I mean, my daughter was just bringing me one of these Disney little things with Mickey Mouse doing the Fantasia thing. But order number 666-1, you know, this is, this is what they're yeah. – it's everywhere. It's, it's, it's like they're in open daylight now. That's why I mentioned that because in one of my podcasts, I call it uh, Devils in the Light of Day, I think is what I called it. But this is what's happening is – like they're not reserving themselves to the shadows or to darkness no. or hiding it anymore. It's out in the open. And how long is it going to be before you and I are forced to join them or to be persecuted? Right. Right. Yeah, I don't know how long, but it's uh, not long enough. It needs it needs to be longer than it's going to be. Well, <laughs> I don't know. It it just feels like every day. I have to face something new every time I do anything. I mean, I'm afraid now of what I'm going to eat tomorrow, you know, because I don't know about you guys, but I know that keeping some stores of food is important, super important, and nobody talks about this anymore. But I'm afraid because I don't have enough of this stuff. And any day now, I've been hearing on the news that they're trying to put forward these mRNA technologies. Have you heard about this? Any of you guys heard about this? This mRNA technology, the same thing that went into the shots, are now being introduced into produce. The plant cell walls apparently can hold mRNA technology. They figured out a way to do that. And so now they're injecting or whatever, whatever the heck they do to get this stuff into the plants. And now the produce that we eat every day is going to start having gene therapy in it. <laughs> can you believe that? Yeah, I, I can believe it, but it, it, it's amazing that they're doing it. I, I don't I don't understand the reasoning behind it. And I also don't understand what it's going to actually do to the people who eat the stuff. Well, David, let me ask you a question directly, okay? <laughs> Let's say I choose not to take a shot, right? Okay. Okay. So I choose not to take a shot because I don't want my gene pool, my genes inside of me altered. That they said, this is gene altering therapy. We're going to transform your genes. 
Okay, so I don't want that for my body, let alone all the other stuff that we know, the God gene removal, et cetera, et cetera, the aborted babies. Okay, let's put that aside. I'm just saying, whoa, to the gene-altering therapy. Now, I go and eat an apple or some leafy lettuce, whatever it is, and all of a sudden, I've been introduced this gene therapy against my will. I didn't even choose it because I have to live. I have to survive. How's that fair? How's that? What, what can a man like me do? Because this is what I'm, I'm, I'm almost panicking about. It's like I already chose no to one thing. Now they're bringing it to me in a way that I can't choose anymore. Well, just because they alter the genes of a plant doesn't mean it's necessarily the plant is going to like infect everything it touches and it's just going to spread all over it, it, or anything like that. It, it, that's not necessarily the case, but uh, I mean, I, I don't know. I, <laughs> well, my question is, it goes along these lines, almost a religious question is, you know, let's say I have my agency, right? To choose, yeah. I'm gonna choose good, I'm gonna choose bad, whatever is in my conscience, I'm going to choose it. I feel a certain way. I'm going to choose it. And then all of a sudden, my agency's removed from me because this is what they've said. They said they're going to introduce gene therapy, in other words, gene reconstruction therapy into produce. It's going to come in, and they're proud about it. Ooh, I'm so excited. We're able to manipulate your genes in a form through having produce. We're introducing that into the plant cell wall, and now you're going to have these new genes, new technology to alter your genes inside of you for the better, for the better, for humankind's better. Well, I think their better is nefarious. I'm sure of it, in fact. And I say to myself, that's food. I can't really choose to eat it or not. I have to eat it or I die. How's that fair in a religious standpoint? Almost almost asking asking the heavens, how are you allowing this? Because now I can't choose. I got to eat. My family's got to eat. That were the case where if you, you know, everything you eat is going to alter your genes. Well, that, that's definitely a problem. You have, you have, you have basic rights. You have a right to your person. You have a right to your property, the fruits of your labors. You have a right over your children, you know, within, within limits, you have rights to contract defense, basic rights. And, if you're if everything you eat is going to alter your body against your will in, in ways that you don't want, uh, that to me that would be a, a violation of your rights, and that's that's just not right. That's not appropriate. I, I think moral agency, our, our free will, is is very important. Very important that we respect each other's moral agency, our, our free will, and and not violate that. And and the people violating that that is uh, that is wrongdoing. It's it's criminal wrongdoing. Even it's it's not just a sin. It's a crime and. It's not something that we should tolerate. We shouldn't stand for people just doing whatever they like with with your with your genes, with your you know, your body, or, or etc. So, you know, everything you eat is going to alter you like that. Then, yeah, that, that's just not right. So, well, my I agree. I agree with you, David. Uh, the problem is, you know, someone who's a regular guy like me, what can I do about it? Uh, there's, you know, there's no there, there's no recourse like like you're saying. Um, Professor Zero, that you know you got to eat, and if that's the only thing that's available, eat. You you got to eat or die. Uh, what you know? What is the recourse? What what is there that can be done to uh, protect ourselves or to change it so these things don't happen? And I don't have an answer for that question at all. Are those two? 
what what can you do? I don't know. Well, here's here's my thought on it. I mean, I've seen I've seen a, a lot of people like on Facebook, for instance. There's all these prepper pages, like right. prepping for this or prepping for that. And you should see these guys. They're prepped. <laughs> you know what I'm saying? I mean, these guys have ten years of storage. They've got guns. They've got ammo. They've got freeze dried everything. I mean, there's even a freeze dried group on this. I personally have a friend that has like 20 years of food stored away, medicine, etc. And you know, we've been told, we've been, we've been, we've been told, hey, prepare. I'm wondering to myself if the times get so hard that really the only way you're safe is if you have some massive food storage. It's a massive, massive, insane food storage because otherwise you're going to be bombarded with all this this gene therapy crap and, and, and all the poison that they're putting in the food and everything else. I mean, think about it. 20 years ago, they used to say uh, store one year of food. Then they changed it to two years. They went up to, to at one point, they went up to like four years and we went back to one year and then they went to like, well, you got to have at least a 72-hour kit, and then and then they change it as you know, when you, you got to have something a month, something. Then they said they went back to a year, and then they went to seven years. I heard something crazy: seven years. Yeah. Store as much as you want. Store store even more than that if you can. And I think I think that's crazy. Uh, I heard back in the 19th century there was a time when the church was recommending seven years. Of, of food storage, uh, yeah, I don't know how long it lasted, but uh, but yeah, but uh, when I was growing up, it was always a year supply, as far as our back as yeah. I remember. For one time, they they suggested two year supply, but it's always one year supply, and 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 recently I've heard them say, oh, three months is enough, but um, you know, I I'm not I don't fit in with the preppers particularly. My goal has been to have. 50 year supply of everything, you know, clothes, you know, you know a stockpile of socks, uh, pants, uh, extra pairs of glasses, uh, coats, winter clothes, bedding, uh, you know, every, anything, anything that, that is, uh, you know, non-perishable that, you know, and then, a, and then also a 50 year supply of food and, and so that's my goal. I haven't reached a goal yet, but I've been talking about the importance of that since 2016. And my reasoning for that is I back then I noticed how inflation was just running rampant and nobody and I talked to friends about it. I said, well, they'd always say, well, no one cares about inflation right now. That's not an issue. And I said, that's the, that's the biggest issue there is. And, and I, I said, you know, in in 2016, I was telling my friends that by 2026, uh, candy bar is going to cost three dollars. And back then, it was like a dollar and a quarter. And then you, you go to Target or something, you can buy could buy them for you know five for or six for five dollars or whatever. And, and so so that, you know, is he going to still get them for less than a dollar? And I said, no, it's going to go. It's by 2026, it's going to be 2.95 for a candy bar, and you need to, you know you can't invest money 
at the rate that inflation is going to go up. People now are kind of waking up to the fact that inflation really is an issue. But that's when I started. I said, well, you know, if I, I, went, I, I went out and bought a pair of Levi's. They were only 20, well, they're on sale, but they're only $27 for a pair of 501 Levi's. And today, a pair of 501 Levi's is over $100, you know, if you buy them full retail. But if you buy them on sale, they're still 60 or $70. So they, those have already doubled in price in less than 10 years. And um, the, I mean, I don't know if you've had any sticker shock of looking at the cost of a pickup truck nowadays, telling everybody, I'm going for 50 year supply, not for, you know, total breakdown like the preppers are. Uh, it was just inflation is gonna destroy us and we won't be able to get stuff. And so get it now while it's available. And while it's, um, while it's cheap, <laughs> yeah, yeah, well, yeah, while it's cheap and available. Now, I had one friend who agreed with me, but he wasn't in a situation to start buying stuff. I had another friend who, who since passed away in COVID, you know, the toilet paper was gone everywhere. Uh, and you know, he died before COVID, but he had 48 cases of toilet paper oh, wow. stored. <laughs> I love it, stored, and he died. He had 48, 48 cases you know the, the you know the big boxes of, yeah. of toilet paper oh stored goodness. just because he knew that one day that toilet paper would disappear <laughs> and he was absolutely right and we, you know, right. we agreed on we, we agreed on these things that you know, was, was our friend big mike you remember big mike yeah yeah i remember big mike yeah yeah, yeah and, and you know and so he had his ham radio he, he had he didn't have lots of ammo he didn't think that was important uh he did have, uh, you know, a, a gun and some ammo, but uh, he, you know, he he real he was doing lots and lots of food storage, lots of other things. But that one, he it was like, yeah, he he really knew what he was talking about when he said, yeah, we need to store toilet paper, oh, yeah. because it's all going to disappear someday. That's just a taste of things to come. I mean, people have been uh, Ron Paul and others have been predicting hyperinflation for years. It's going to come eventually. I'm I'm, I'm very confident. Uh, it's just a matter of time with, you know, the Fed keeps inflating and, you know, within, you know, just in 2020 and 2021 alone, just that two year period, our, our base money supply quintupled. And if it weren't for changes in consumer habits, like like increased savings rates and things like that, uh, we would have had a price inflation to to, to mirror that to, to a great extent, uh, you know, right. skyrocketing prices. So it's amazing that we haven't had that kind of massive inflation yet. But, uh, you know, it, it's going to come eventually. And, um, yeah, and, and usually inflation, goods get scarce. People are just so wanting to dump their dollars as quickly as possible. You get shortages. And then especially when the state intervenes and tries to keep prices low, uh, that yep. you know, makes things even worse. That just uh, so you can, can't get anything. And so, you know, you think that toilet paper shortage was bad in the pandemic. It's going to be a lot worse at, at some point. And so it's good to have basic commodities. Okay. I mean, it's good to have a year, you know, a year's supply of food or more, uh, and fuel and other necessities. I mean, just just things that, uh, you know, toilet paper, uh, cooking oil. Just uh, you, you can find plenty of websites that have really good suggestions for for oh, lists yeah. of good material. And so just keep those on hand. And then when prices start going crazy and goods get scarce, you'll have plenty to get you through and to trade. You know, and or to give away. You know, if you have other people you want to help out in your life, then, which is a good thing to do. Right. Then. It's better to have too much than too little, and especially oh, yeah. if there's you know World War Three, things break down, 
you know, you can have a, a complete breakdown of the global supply chain. And, and you know, you're not going to be able to get oranges from California or lobster from Maine or, or anything like that. You're right. going to have to, you know, just make do with whatever you got or whatever you can grow. And so yeah. it's good to have it on hand for that, you know, and, and home production too, you know, have, have a little mini orchard out back, have a mini garden if you can afford it, right. you know, if you got the space and, you know, or even just get a kitchen garden, you know, grow herbs in your kitchen. Uh, people are doing that these days. It's, so it's, another place that where people don't pay attention that, and I've never heard anyone talk about it is, is uh, dental care that, oh, um, okay. to store, you, you know, you need to store uh, lots of toothbrushes because they wear out and lots of uh, dental floss. And things like that, because if if you can't take care of your teeth, you're not going to be able to eat the food that you've stored. Good point. And, uh, <laughs> anyway, yeah. so that, that's one of those things that, that, that I came up with. That yeah, I've, I've got stockpiles of toothbrushes because because I, I, when toothbrushes aren't available, I'm going to have them because I want to still be able to eat. <laughs> yeah, brush your teeth so you can. Have those cavities that are, you know, get those cavities far away from you as possible. It's just, it stresses me out because, I mean, a lot of things stress me out, but this stressed me out the, the biggest because, yeah, I made my choice. I'm not going to take the mRNA technology into my body, and yet they're talking yeah. wildly about it. You know, we're going to put in the produce, et cetera. We got to better mankind. We got to alter their DNA so that they don't catch diseases, et cetera. I know you're nefarious works that you're trying to do i know them your nefarious works are as follows you know you're 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 saying i'm gonna i'm gonna invite china over here you let a balloon come across the whole country and then it's like when it's over the ocean then you shoot it down right it's a boom shoot it down right you know you think that balloon wouldn't have been shot down by trump you think that balloon wouldn't have been shot down by any one of of the pre i mean my wife was commenting this the other day even the Democratic presidents that we've had in the past would have shot down that balloon, except, of course, Obama. Obama wouldn't have shot it down. Yeah. But anybody else, even the, even the Democrats would have shot that balloon down. You know, how dare you step into our country, into our backyard, and bring whatever it is that you're bringing? So I know these people don't have our best interests in mind. They have our worst interest in mind. Warning, wake up sleepers, wake up woke generation. This is a fact check. Everything you're about to hear are facts, truths, and no exceptions. Everything you know, everything that you've been taught will be swept away. This is what they don't want you to know.